Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is the rapidly growing trend towards unretirement, which we will define in just a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. Corporations and corporate executives love to project an image of thought leaders. That is one reason for the never-ending stream of surveys and studies they put out connecting social and demographic trends that undergird the practical exigencies of products and sales. And so it seems to be with a new survey that TD Ameritrade commissioned the Harris Poll to do for them to afford us a glimpse of the rise of unretirees. This felicitous new word comes from the title of TD Ameritrade's study, which is called Unretirement Survey. The hip new name with which they've branded their survey, reminiscent of 7up being dubbed the Uncola, is in itself a fair way of characterizing a new trend. People are lengthening their stays in the job market. But the survey's presentation seems out of touch with the true social reality, so it seems to me. But before we get to that, here are some of the highlights of the unretirement survey. We learned that a majority of Americans age 40 and older plan to continue working in a paid position after reaching retirement age, and the younger the survey respondent, the greater the proportion that expect to do so. Thus, of the youngest respondents in their 40s, 92% plan to continue working. Of those in their 50s, 86% plan to do so. Those numbers drop rapidly for those in their 60s, of whom 66% expect to continue working, and then just 52% of those in their 70s. I guess they've had enough already. The survey gets into details about how many hours a week unretirees expect to work and whether that would be paid or volunteer, but the part that struck me as off-base concerned unretirees' motivations, which are explained as largely in order to stay mentally fit. Now, you can say that the numbers don't lie. After all, 72% answered that their motivation was to keep sharp, 67% to keep from becoming bored, both higher proportions than the 59% who cited making ends meet. Moreover, nearly as many, 58%, want to keep working for social reasons, and 46% want to challenge themselves intellectually. So numbers-wise, people are mainly citing these mental and emotional options, but mind you that half of these respondents are in their 40s and 50s. However, what we've seen in numerous studies, especially of those at retirement age, is that those working at older ages do so mainly out of financial necessity. For example, a survey by senior living real estate developer Provision Living of over 1,000 older Americans with an average age of 67 found that 62% cited financial reasons for their remaining in the workforce. What's more, An earlier TD Ameritrade Harris Poll survey from just last month strengthened this view that it's finances more than mental fitness that is impelling people to work. That survey asked adults of all ages whether they'd prefer to push retirement back a few years or work part-time. About three-fourths of all age groups prefer to work part-time, suggesting that what they really want to do is retire if they only could. And that's where financial advisors come in. You are the retirement brigades and are needed now more than ever. If you accept my definition, as I say in my introductions in each of these podcasts, that retirement is about financial independence, then I would propose that the root of the problem is people's dependence. Almost nobody has financial flexibility today. 
every dollar and often credit card purchases hinged to future earnings are spent to maintain a standard of living, one which is all too often socially defined. Now, I think it's great that people want to stay mentally sharp and want to continue contributing through their work at later ages. But doing so is all the better when you are not compelled to, and it remains within the power of those 40 and 50-somethings to reach their retirement ambitions by reorienting their finances more towards the future by saving and investing properly. Today, even very poor people eat like only kings once did. Even king's castles were chillier than the heated apartments of today's unaffluent. I'm not suggesting that your clients eat bread and water, but I am suggesting this one thing, that advisors who are always using benchmarks, like the S&P 500, help their client choose a more appropriate benchmark in selecting their standard of living than the most common keeping up with the Joneses one. If they instead looked vertically rather than horizontally at, say, their grandparents, then a generation that thinks it's impossible to make ends meet will come to find that people who had much less than they managed to feed, house, and educate their children and still save for their futures. This idea would be a great value add for advisors to impart to their clients. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other financial advisor. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.